What's going on guys? Hey, are you looking to look amazing, outstanding on your next rental application? Well, hey, if you're interested in that and how to get to the top of the list, you need to watch this video. So I'm gonna break down the five things that we look for when we're screening tenants and that you should know as well. Let's go. Hey guys, if you're new here, my name is Logan Manzanares and I'm a business owner, I'm a fitness professional, I'm a real estate investor. Right now we have 12 rental doors and we have two more in our contract and we're on our journey to collecting over 100 doors by the end of 2022. So if you wanna be part of this journey and you want to learn about real estate investing and passive income and how to turn liabilities into assets, then this is your channel. So subscribe and like, let's go. All right guys, so hey, we just closed on our 12th rental unit last week and I thought that this would be a great time to explain exactly how we actually screen our tenants. So now that we bought the property, now the next step is actually to get renters inside this property. There's actually five key factors that we look for when we're screening tenants. And I'm telling you what, if you know these five key factors, you can make sure that your rental application goes to the top of the list. All right guys, the number one thing that we look for when we're screening tenants is how much money you make. And so very simply put, we use a 33% rule. Now, a lot of banks, when you're qualifying for a loan, will use like a 40% rule, so we're even tougher. And so we use a 33% rule, which means that if your rent is gonna be $2,000 a month, you must make at least $6,500 in order to qualify for one of our rentals. Now, you might be thinking, man, I don't make $6,500 a month, and like, hey, that's okay, because it's not you individually, but it's you as a household. So that means that if you have a roommate, or if you have a spouse, or you have somebody else who works inside your home, that all counts towards your household income. And as long as the household income exceeds that 33% of how much money you guys make, then you pass step number one of the qualification process, which is how much money you make. The second thing we look for, and on top of that, another thing we look for is how much money you have in savings. And so how much money you have in savings and how much you're able to put down for a deposit and your first month's rent. So if you're not able to actually fund your first month's, your first month's rent and your deposit, well, how do we feel comfortable expecting you to pay rent in our home? And so what happens if you have a month where you can't work or something doesn't go right? And so looking for savings accounts, looking for uh, a safety net is what we look for also when we're looking at factor number one, which is how much money you make and how much money you have saved. All right, the second thing that we're looking for is your credit score. So your credit score is kind of like your test score to see how reliable you actually are when you say you're gonna do things that you said you're gonna do. Now, some of you guys might have low credit scores due to the fact that you might not just have any credit. So if you're younger, you don't have an established credit, you might just have a, a, a lower credit score. So anything below a 600, that is super alarming for us. Now, that could number one mean you just don't have any credit, or number two, it could mean that you said you're gonna buy some things that you didn't pay for, whether it means you defaulted on things, whatever the situation might be, it shows that your, your credit is not very reliable. So anything under 600, man, we're just not going to, uh, you're just not gonna pass our filter to get into one of our rentals. Now, if your credit score is somewhere between 600 and 650, we really dive in deep to see why that is. So again, it could be because you just don't have a ton of rental history, you don't have a ton of credit history, or it could mean that you had a couple of things that happened way in the past, or we actually dive in and then credit report actually shows you exactly why your credit score is the way it is. So whether that be you had a late payments or maybe that you didn't pay something off. And so then we'll actually ask questions depending on what that situation was to see why that credit score got dinged so much. Now, if you have a 650, we're gonna ask you to have a co-signer. So this could mean a friend, this could be a parent, this could be a relative, anybody that's gonna sign on the dotted line and saying, hey, like if you default, then they're gonna get their credit score dinged. Because ultimately, if you have less than a 650 credit score, it probably means they don't really care too much about your credit, which doesn't make us sleep really well at night. But anything above a 650 means that you're probably 
pay your bills on time. You, you probably do what you said you're gonna do, which again, if you have the higher credit score, if you get over into the 700s, we're feeling really good, and hey, you're gonna go to the top of the list when it comes to uh, looking good on your rental application. All right, guys, now let's get into the third thing that we're looking for. Now, these are what I call are the hard no's. So these are the hard no's that if you have one of these three things, man, we're just not gonna rent to you. But before I get into these hard no's, I want you to take a hard yes, I want you to like this video. Like this video, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe if you wanna hear more about how to become looking good as a renter, but also if you have rentals, how to actually screen tenants to make sure that you're getting the best possible tenants inside your rentals as well. Smash that like button, subscribe, let's go. All right guys, so let's talk about number three, which is the hard no's. So these are three things that if you have, we're absolutely just not gonna rent to you. The first one is if you have an eviction on your record, we're not gonna rent to you. If you have a felony, we're not gonna rent to you. If you, have a, if you are a smoker, we're not gonna rent to you. And those are all three classes that are not protected. So if you're like, if you have one of those things in record, just understand that they're not protected class, which means we can say no because of one of those three things. And so if you have one of those three things, then I highly suggest that you change it. Number one, smoking. You can't necessarily change felonies or evictions, but you better have a really good reason. And so honestly, we are in a position where we don't have to rent to people who have evictions or felonies. And so we wanna make sure that our homes are for safe, uh, our safe environments for safe people in our, in, our, in our neighborhoods. And so if you have one of those three things, honestly, it's just gonna be a hard no for us. All right, guys, we're talking about the fourth factor that we're looking for is pets. Now, a lot of our rentals, we allow for pets. Some rentals, we don't. So on the rentals that we don't allow for pets, ultimately, if you have a pet, it's just gonna be a no. Uh, but for the rentals that we do allow pets on, well, here's the best advice I can give you, is number one, um, everyone says that their dog is the best or their cat is the best or animal is the best. Like, Everybody says that. So when you put in your application that you have your dog, you put it's well-mannered, it's well-behaved. Like honestly, that's what everybody says, okay? But here's how you actually can stand out and set yourself apart is say, you know what? Hey, I do have a pet and the pet is amazing. And I'm, I believe so much in my pet that I'm willing to put up extra deposit, which is refundable that you get back. So as long as you actually take care of the place and your pet doesn't ruin the place, you get that money back. Uh, and I'm willing to pay an extra pet fee. So maybe an extra 25, extra 50 bucks, maybe an extra 100 bucks a month, just to make sure I have my pet in here, just to show you that, you know what, I'm taking responsibility for my pet and whatever goes wrong, I'm willing to take ownership over that. And so if you put that on your application, man, you're gonna go to the top of the list because that's what we're looking for as landlords, as somebody who's actually gonna take responsibility for their pets. Uh, and ultimately, that's what, what all we're looking for is because ultimately, like, we understand you can't control, you can't control dogs to the T, but you know what you can't control? You can control your ability to take ownership over what they do. And at the end of the day, if we have two applicants that are exactly the same, so they have the same credit score, the same income, they, they have the hard nose, they don't smoke, they don't uh, have any felonies, they don't have any evictions, but one has an animal and one doesn't, ultimately, we're gonna choose the person who doesn't have the animal just because there's a little bit more risk in that. So again, with that being said, if you do have pets, it's gonna make the challenge, it's gonna make the whole situation a little bit harder. And like, we're very much like normal landlords. And so again, if you, if you want to assure us that we rest our head easily at night, then what you can do is again, offer to pay the extra deposit to show that you take responsibility, your pet is amazing, put your money where your mouth is, and even offer to pay the extra deposit. Even offer to pay the extra rent fee. Now, we don't always charge the extra, pet fee depending on what the property is, but it, just by offering it, it shows to us that you actually serious about this and you're willing to take 100% ownership. All right guys, the fifth thing that we look for when we're screening applicants is we actually look at your previous tenant history. So we'll go back through and look at your previous history. We'll call, you, you'll call your old landlords. We'll see how a tenant you were back in the day. And so the best way to figure out how someone's going to be in the future is how they were in the past. And so your tenant, your previous tenant, your current tenant could be the person who makes or breaks you. And so if your previous tenant says, you know what, this person was amazing. They paid the rent on time. They took care of the house like it was their own. I would totally rent to them again. You know what, there's a really good chance you make us feel really good about renting to you as well. Now, on the contrary, if the landlord says, you know what, 
I wouldn't rent to this person again because they were dirty, because they didn't take care of the house. You know, they called all the time because they had little things. Uh, whatever it may be, you know, we actually take that into heavy consideration because we know that people are people and as much as we love change, people aren't gonna change that much between place to place. And so your previous and your current tenant history is so important, so important, one of the biggest factors because as landlords, we have like this common trust amongst each other that we can call each other up and say, you know what, this person wasn't a good person. I wouldn't rent to them again and we take that into consideration. So that's the fifth uh, thing we look for when we're screening tenants. All right, guys, and I actually got a bonus one for you today. So I, I got a bonus one. This one is actually the sixth thing that we look for. And this one is not necessarily a hard tactical thing like the rest of them. But number six, are you a good person? So with every single person, we actually get on a phone call with you and we're going to talk with you. And we're going to see like, are you a good person? Are you someone who we want to hang out with? Are you someone who we want to deal with? Because ultimately, this is a relationship uh, between you and us and not just hopefully just for a year, but hopefully this extends for many, many years to come. And so if you're the type of person who we like avoid talking to or you're always making excuses or justifications or you're delaying or you're taking forever, well, that's going to weigh into our decision. And ultimately, if we have all five things taken care of and you know what, you're just like the person who we just maybe don't get along with, we don't have the same, we don't have the same connection with, but we have someone with, where we do have that connection with somebody else, we'll choose them every single time. Because ultimately, this really is a relationship business. And so the better relationship you can have with your landlord, uh, the better it is for everybody involved. And so that's bonus number six. Maybe the most important one is understand that this is a relationship. Like we're human beings, you're a human being, and whether you're a renter or whether you're a landlord, like we just want to be around good people. So again, be a good person. Say what you're going to do, do it on time, and like treat the property like it's your own, and you're going to earn that respect. So that's what I have for you guys. Hopefully that really resonated with you. If it did, please let me know. Like, comment, all the good stuff down below. Subscribe to the channel. We're gonna be pumping out videos every single, every single week. So again, if you're a tenant or you're a landlord, you wanna learn more about how to create passive income and how to transform your life forever through real estate, this is your channel. All right, my name is Logan Manzanares and I'm out. Bye.